welcome back to the Black TV Shows podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomeskin, and I have Shawnee back with me as my guest co- go- co-host. I don't know what's going on with me. How are you? <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm all right. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, hopefully the sound won't be as bad because it is a windy day here. <laughs> oh, I can't even hear it. So oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about A Different World, Season 2, Episode 12. I've got the muse in me. Uh, this uh, episode is about Freddie Trin's alcohol when she lacks inspiration in her writing. This episode uh-huh. aired uh, January 28th, uh, 1989. And of course, it was directed by the queen herself, Debbie Allen. Um, and this is written by Bud Weiser, um, not the alcohol. Um, <laughs> I, I think this is a nickname <laughs> of his. Uh, but this is his only episode of A Different World. <laughs> You're just like... Yeah, because that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, y'all nicknamed this person Bud for this reason. Like, y'all playing with me. No, so, I, he, yeah, he has a good joke to see. Yeah, he has a, that's not his real name. But um, I think it's just a nickname he goes by. Um, yeah, I would too, because why not? <laughs> yeah. So this is his only episode of A Different Worlds, but he's known for more of docu- uh, documentary writing and all that stuff. So I don't know how he ended up okay. on A Different Worlds um, for one episode only, which is weird. But wow. uh, so we start off with uh, Freddie is trying to work on her creative writing paper, but it, mm-hmm. the page is a blank. Uh, and Delisa comes and points that out. And she's like, I like she need Freddie needs her inspiration. And mm-hmm. uh uh, she started talking about Hemingway. I've never heard of Hem- Hemingway. Uh, Hemingway, if I'm saying that right. Uh, I've never heard of him. But he is a writer. Uh, he's done uh, yeah. novels and short stories. Um, but I, I don't know his lifestyle. Because clearly there's something to his lifestyle that she's trying to get. Right? Um, so Ernest Hemingway um, is really just known for writing great prose. Um, he, he's good just for having a way with words and for using what's called creative license, which is basically you can hack up the English language and still get away with it because you're a professional. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but one thing about Hemingway was he was a drunk. And so oh. a lot of, yeah, it, it's assumed that basically a lot of his drunken stupors have inspired his writing. Oh, I see. Or or at least it aids in how how well he wrote. Mm -hmm. Um, So with Freddie being, I guess, like a a creative writing, uh, well, you know what? This probably isn't her major. She still is a freshman. So I'm I'm imagining that she's taking like a general uh general ed class or a prerequisite, uh, which would be English. And in this case, her English class is creative writing with Dr. Foster. Um so I'm sure that because she's taking this uh because of her major, she has to take this class. So um I've taken the class similar. Um to, well, it wasn't creative writing. Mine was uh, English composition, but um, I had to write creative pieces and, and I've had to write papers, period, um, and, and use my mind. And I've been where Freddie went. Um, I can't 
say that I've completely immersed myself in the same way <laughs> that she has. Um, but writer's block is a real thing. It is. And it is serious. And it can be a frustrating thing, especially when you're on a deadline. Because Freddie had basically 24 hours. Um, now, it's not really told to us or revealed, rather, how long she's had this assignment mm-hmm. or how long she's known about the assignment. But also, this is college. So Dr. Foster very well could have assigned that paper the day before yeah. and expected the paper two days later because college. So, um Freddie. <laughs> but I think she would have had it long enough that Jaleesa would know about it though. So the fact that she already knew about this, yeah. it must be in a couple days at least. It has to be, yeah. Um and and with Fred again, like I know I say this every episode, but the girl is 17. Yeah. Um <laughs> still. I've noticed that. Knows- like because <laughs> she, she she mentions that in this episode that she's 17 and a half, and I'm like. How long are you 17 and a half for? Girl, okay, because like, do we even get a Freddie's birthday episode? No, no. See, yeah, yeah. We never really know how old Freddie is. Freddie just ages. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like she just goes through school. Um, and the thing is, this is, by the way, I mentioned this is January 28th. So by this time, she technically should have been 18. Right. So very strange. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe she graduated. I, I'm thinking like she graduated early. I, well, yeah, I I figured that either she graduated high school early or, um, in in the United States, sometimes uh, where you place in school depends on your birthday. Oh, I see. Um, so she could have been placed in the class. Um, where she was the youngest because her birthday might have been before a deadline. And this is just if we're going according to, to that logic. Mm-hmm. Um, so she might have been, she, she either was in a grade, in the grade ahead that they probably could have, they probably could have held her back and didn't, or she probably skipped a grade. And if a lot of times when you skip a grade, you end up being like the youngest in the next class that you go to. Mm-hmm. But the thing about skipping a grade is like, yes, your book's smart, but everything else might not have come together. And as we see in Freddie, <laughs> book smart and street smart do not equate. Yeah. Um, and she grew up differently. So, uh, so Freddie has a lot that she's dealing with. Um, she's still trying to find some type of type of a balance, but she's established herself pretty well because mm-hmm. like she has, she's made friends with Kim, Jaleesa and everybody else. Um, she can handle her other classes that she's gone to, um, or that she's taken rather, but it, it's just this creative writing class, this creative writing. I also feel like it's really important for her major, especially because like, I mean, she's not this super political person that we know and love her to be. She's not that yet. Yeah. So 
um, I, I think all of this, I, I think really this is like the buildup of her character. Mm-hmm. And you got to start somewhere. And, and it's the same thing with college. You don't just go to college and go straight to your career. You have to take certain certain lower level classes. You have to see, uh, they have to see where you are academically. Um, you have to excel in certain classes and certain classes are needed for you to go into your major. And then once you're in your major, you have to still pass those classes. Yeah. Then you got to apply for graduation. They got to approve it, all of that. Ooh, that was a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, Freddie is going through it as, as a teenager. And um, and I think this is probably like the biggest perk that she's had since being in, being in college. I think this episode shows like, Oh yeah, I'm in college for real. <laughs> yeah. And so Freddie says that she can't force inspiration. She she's waiting for her muse. Okay. Um, and yeah. so during this whole situation, uh, Ron comes into the pit uh, with Dwayne's clothes. Why is Ron cleaning uh, or doing laundry for Dwayne? That's my first question. <laughs> you know what? Because I thought about that too, and I was just like, you know what? That's the best friend stuff. <laughs> It, it has to be like if you if you see the dynamic between Dwayne and Ron, there's almost nothing that they won't do for each other. Yeah, except for make well, see Ron will up some money for Dwayne. Dwayne will be all like, "Eh, do I really want to do that?" Um, but it just I, I I think Dwayne and Ron are Dwayne and Ron and Kim and Whitley are the best examples of best friends mm-hmm. throughout this show. Um, and we get to see the friendship blossom from yeah. the beginning. Uh, I think the, on- the only difference between the two friendships is that Whitley is two years older than Kim and Dwayne and Ron are the same age. Yeah. But I think Kim's more mature. <laughs> oh, very much so. So very much. So, I mean, she, she might not have it all together, but yeah. like. Kim, Kim has a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. And, and so we find out that the mall... Okay, so they said leveling, leveling the mall. Does that mean demolish the mall? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've never heard it that way before. Yeah, I, I had to... Because a lot of people, they don't say it. They just say they're going to tear down the mall. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought yeah, you, I thought it was that's when you start using your college vocabulary on people. Yeah, it was just like leveling. I don't like I was like, what are they talking about? Like I had to like watch it twice. I'm like, wait, what? So basically they're demolishing the mall. So all their favorite spots are closing down, um, oh. including Rainey's, which for those, well, I guess most of our listeners have seen majority of the show. Rainey's actually comes back in another episode yes. later on in the yes, future where, like where it's actually him being homeless um mm-hmm. but he is currently planning to go to florida to live with his mom um and he's retiring because he's 72 years old but we we find out the real truth in another season right um, and so uh, they Dwayne decides like let's order everything that they have on the menu and host a rainy's memorial pig out party. I've never heard of this. Like, like my favorite, like if my favorite spot closed down, like would I buy out the whole, whole, whole menu? You like know, that? cause I, I thought about it. Like I, I, I was just like, y'all had to, 
it, there's a lot of things that went into this. One, where you getting all the money? Yeah. <laughs> Two, uh, you know what? It's not a thought that I would think, but it's not a bad thought. Yeah, that way you're you know helping their business, but still, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I would do that. Cause, cause I think like something in me would say like, well, I want to have something from there before they close down. Yes, that, but I don't that, think I would buy out the whole restaurant. Like, yeah, I, I to the point where they are passing ribs in aluminum pans. <laughs> you know, like I, <laughs> y'all gonna have to put on for that. I'm not coming out of my whole pocket. Yeah, to feed all of y'all. But no, nah, you crazy. Yeah, so I was, I, it was it was weird to me. Um, and then, so then we cut, we're still in the pit, but we cut to Jaleesa and Walter and, uh, you know, Jaleesa is like updating Walter, like that she got an A in her business manage- management uh, case. And, uh, you know, Walter carries a hot sauce uh, around him, which would have been so perfect for my best friend. Cause that's her thing. Like she wants hot sauce and everything. I, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, I was thinking about her. I was just like, <laughs> that is so perfect. And <laughs> my boyfriend is the same way now. He, Thankfully, he hasn't gotten to the point of carrying it around because <laughs> that is something that he definitely would do and I would have to act like I don't know. Um, but the man, it does not matter what well, some, some okay, of course, reasonably, some things matter. But for the most part, that boy will drown anything in hot sauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he'll eat, he'll put hot sauce on his egg. He'll put hot sauce and rice if he wants to he'll put um i mean literally literally anything anything Mm. savory yeah he will put it on and and i'll just and and it's not the fact of putting it on there because like i'm a louisiana hot sauce fan and he is not he he likes uh frank's red hot and and it's a it's a battle every time um some things I'll, I like to have a little spice with, you know, but I, I pick and choose when I do that. He don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, my boy, do, does it have to be this way? Why? Uh-uh. And, and when I saw, I almost called this man Roger. I don't know why. <laughs> when I saw Walter with that travel side, Hot sauce, I could not. I, I lost it. Because <laughs> one, like, how you gonna bring that? I mean, the pit is essentially a restaurant. Yeah. How you gonna bring hot sauce to the restaurant? I, I know, because they should already have it. You know, like, now I, I, I can see if Mr. Gaines had hot sauce and it wasn't your favorite kind of hot sauce, because I've been let down before asking for hot sauce and then they bring me Tabasco. Yeah, and I'm I'm really upset because to me Tabasco is just chili powder and water. <laughs> um, or even if you bring me Texas Pete, I, I would probably be upset. I'm sorry to y'all who love Texas Pete. I, I just can't do it. But it's another thing to just literally just have the hot sauce just because. Yeah, that's like you going up in the restaurant and and, see, and seasoning your food. Like, they're supposed to already have that taken care of. So, the way that he was swearing swearing by it, I was just, it made me smile a little bit because I know people like him. (laughs) (laughs) 
And on the other hand, I was just like, bruh. But the yeah. way that he put it on everything. Yeah, that's his that's his secret ingredient. He puts in in everything that he cooks, which uh is like, uh, you cook? <laughs> like uh okay. and so he's like, Yeah, I, I'll make you a five course uh, gourmet meal. Um in uh and uh so then all of a sudden from there it cuts to him asking Luddy for help because he cannot cook. And I'm he like can't cook. Why why lie? <laughs> I've never understood the point of lying about that. Yeah. Just if you can't cook, you can't cook. I'd rather that you tell me that you can't cook than mm-hmm. to already know that you can't cook and then you try to cook. Yeah. And now my, my taste buds are upset. Mm-hmm. Like I'm liable to cuss you out because we could have went out <laughs> yeah we could have ordered something i could have made some i could have helped you like there's so many avenues that we could have gone through before getting to this point mm-hmm. um but walter is hmm, what's a way that um what's a word for macho um and I'm trying to think because chauvinistic i mean yes he is chauvinistic but his chauvinism isn't the issue at hand here at least this episode um yeah i mean so basically he just he, he's a big shot he's one of those guys that's like um i want i lied and i knew that i lied and now i have to stick to my life mm-hmm. um also you 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 know the kind of uh how, how can I put this into words? So, okay, I'm just going to have to give an example. Um, later in the show, season six, Whitley went to go get groceries or something, and she was like, oh, I got to get groceries out of the car. And Dwayne was like, oh, no, baby, no, let your big, strong man handle that for you. Yeah. That's how Walter acts. Mm-hmm. And Especially when it comes to Jaleesa, I think, oh, they, oh, I actually like him and Jaleesa together because I feel like Jaleesa brings the best out of them, out of him. And Jaleesa is really one of those people that he can't lie to. Yeah. He'll keep, he'll keep doing it, but she's going to read him through and through every time. And I think he recognizes that. And I think that's why he even went through all this trouble. I mean, outside of really, really liking her, like, yeah, I think he did that for that reason. Yeah. Um, And so he goes to Letty and Letty was like, just like what we just said, why don't you just tell the truth (laughs) that you cannot cook, you know, literally. And he's like, I I can't, like, I've told her that I could. Um, And so like, Letty's just doesn't want to help. Like she's just like, like she she's good at cooking, but she does not want. Like she cannot teach him overnight how to cook, and like she Absolutely. doesn't want to deal with that. And then all of a sudden, randomly, Mister Gaines pops by out of nowhere, which I was like, <laughs> this is like so random to me, like the like girls' dorm. Um, and like basically, uh, how do I say this? Uh, say a bunch of negative things about 
French people because you know she lived in France and their food, yeah their food in France uh is too much sauce apparently or something like to that extent um, yeah so so he was originally over there because he he brought he had bought something at the store um for Velma or from something but whatever he got part of it was for Letty and uh and that's why Letty had said to him at, at that point like oh you didn't have to bring that all the way over here. And he was like, well, that's what I told them. And then that's when he found out what was going on because he yeah. thought that Walter was there. Um, and so, yes, Mr. Gaines, um, he did share his two cents on, on French food. And what he said doesn't really sound too far off from what I heard from other people. One of my best friends, she and her husband took a European trip for one of their wedding anniversaries. And part of where they went was Paris. And I, was it in Paris that she said? Yeah, she went, They so they went to a restaurant in Paris and she ordered a salmon dinner. And apparently they don't cook their, their fish. Or, like, if it is cooked, it's, like, literally the lightest bit of cooking. Oh. And, right, so with her being an American, and she's like, hey, my salmon's raw. And so now they're like, well, duh. (laughs) But she's like, okay, maybe I should have explained this. (laughs) But, she and she also said that they, they douse everything in sauce, like, everything is sauced down. Mm-hmm. And when Mr. Gang said, I was like, dang, well, she wasn't lying. <laughs> uh, I've heard other people also say the same thing. Like, I think they said that um, the sauce is basically like the saving grace to it all. Oh, okay. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, it, it had me thinking the same thing because me, I'm thinking, like, oh, maybe I could go over there and you know, have me nice little French cuisine. And now I'm at the point where it's like, well, maybe I've already had enough French cuisine. Maybe I'm not going to have nothing different out there than I had here. <laughs> um, but, you, but, you know, he's often, he's a chef. And he's had experience in cooking all over the, uh, the world because of him being a war veteran. Yeah. So, uh, so I knew that he knew what he was talking about. You know, but Letty has also seen, Letty has seen the world on the civilian end of things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like maybe they could have worked together in teaching Walter how to do something. Maybe. And I'm only saying that because we know how Mr. Gaines can be. Um, but also, it probably would have been fun to see them do a cook-off. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And, you know, uh, at this point, I think Mr. Gaines lit a fire in Letty and says, you know what, I will teach you how to cook in the next three days. Um, Yeah, which (laughs) didn't work in her favor because literally she was like, I do not want to teach teach Walter because it's just going to be a lost cause. So but now now she's going to teach him. And Mm -hmm. um so we cut to now we're in Whitley and uh, Kim's room 
And so as I mentioned, and this is the third time I'm mentioning, this episode came out January 28th. So we are in the new year. Uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, Whitley is working out and, you know, Kim comes in and, you know, is brought some pizza and says she wants to eat this pizza in peace, uh, which mm-hmm. I, I've been in that situation where I want to eat something. And I'm like, I do not need someone commenting on what I'm eating. Uh, that to me is not right. Cause I'm like, I'm trying not to enjoy this. Like I'm trying to enjoy this food and Willie is t- ruining it by saying that she's going to die sooner. And it's, uh, uh, it's a known fact from the, what's it called the national, um, heart association. Um, yeah, we, we know it's not healthy, but like having pizza once in a while is fine. Like, I just like, I it's just like, like, yes, this new year's resolution is the, what, what you're working on, whereas you're trying to get healthy and all that, but you don't need to put that on someone else. That's my opinion. Exactly. Like I, so I have, um, I guess I want to say a silent rule of don't yuck the yum. <laughs> and this really only applies while people are eating because there's a lot of things that I do not eat. And every time I have a conversation with people about what I don't eat, I look like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when, when people have, cause there's some stuff that like, like macaroni and cheese, I wasn't always a macaroni and cheese fan. Cheese and I have a very love-hate relationship. And I didn't start eating macaroni and cheese until I was like 21. Mm-hmm. And I'm 29. So, um, and even then, I would only eat it if one person made it. So it, it took me about a year to like venture off and eat other mac, mac and cheeses. Um, so let's sh- let's just say that that I started eating it at twenty two, um, <laughs> and and so like like you said, it's it's rude to talk about somebody's food while they're eating it, saying that it's nasty, whatever. Because first of all, you're not eating it; mm-hmm. you didn't pay for it. Like I I can care less whether or not you like this. What I eat does not make you go to the bathroom. So it, leave me alone. Let me be. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Um, but uh, but yeah, you, you learn a lot of interesting combinations that people will put together when you, when you sit down and have conversations about what they eat. Um, some things are like a no, and some things are like, oh. But uh, I'm sorry, I, I lost where I was going with that. So let's let's just keep going. But yeah, so basically Kim suggests like, you know, you should be like everyone else and break it, uh, the New Year's resolution. Uh, just Because that's like the, like I've, I've had uh, losing weight as a New Year's resolution before and it never mm-hmm. works out. It's just like, you just, it's, you, it's like a daily, a daily thing. It's not a, you know, a New Year's thing where you, you could just start randomly, you know, like it's a habit. Right. So I, like at this point, I, I don't, I don't put that as my um, New Year's resolution anymore. But uh, yeah, but Kim is like, you should just break it. Like, you know, <laughs> I just like, you know, and, and I thought about that too, because how, how many of us go through this every year? How many of us make resolutions, goals, plans, whatever, to do something in the new year, do something throughout the year, and then what, two, three months into the new year, we're already over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's why for me, I've, what I've done and it's worked successfully is 
I've just vowed to eat healthier. I've vowed to integrate healthier foods into my diet. Um, I've even gotten to the point where it's like, where I have a balance. You know, okay, if I have some chicken wings, I can also have a salad with it. Yeah. You know, or um, I can have, if I have chicken or whatever protein, I can have rice and a green. Um, or it doesn't even have to be rice. It can be whatever starch. We have starch and a green. Or maybe I'm feeling spinach today. Maybe I'm feeling kale today. Maybe I'm feeling asparagus today. Um, there's this place called Pete's Fresh Market out here. And when I say out here, I mean like in Chicago. Not really sure if Pete's is anywhere outside of the state of Illinois, but they have a salmon that is just out of this world. And they have this roasted asparagus. And literally every time I go there, when I go to the hot bar, I'm getting salmon and asparagus. I'm not getting anything else because mm-hmm. I'm hooked at this point. But I think it's really important for, I, I feel like it's just like we've been told since we were kids if you have your things in moderation you're fine yeah you don't have to overload yourself with this stuff yeah you know it's all a matter of how you do it yeah and uh yeah i can imagine how kim was feeling too because like i noticed that the pizza that kim had was a deep dish pizza kim is from ohio and the closest place she's going to get deep dish pizza from is chicago (laughs) So I imagine that that Kim had been probably taking trips to Chicago, trying out all the food. And, and I mean, the like, we all saw the excitement on Kim's face when she was about to dive into that pizza. As soon as I saw the crust, I knew what was up. So yeah, yeah. I would have walked in the room telling Whitley the same thing. Well, that's really if I would if I eat deep dish pizza, I'm not really a fan. It's too much cheese for me. <laughs> but, you know, um, when when Whitley was making all of those uh, snide remarks, <sighs> Whitley would have found one of those weights upside somewhere on her body. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you to eat like a rabbit. Let's see. Um, and so Whitley leaves the room and decides to go and see what's going on with Freddie. And, you know, Freddie is, she's like, she's having issues. She cannot figure out what's right um and i think she has paper all over the floor and all that and she's like why can i not be like hemingway and i think uh i believe they she also says hughes right i don't know if that if that's now or later on but um and uh willie makes a comment saying uh they had something uh between drinks so basically yeah, they had referring, to be in between drinks <laughs> yeah so referring to alcohol um and so uh like Freddie's just frustrated like she's just like she says her brain is a vast waste uh sorry I missed what she it was like a it was like a it, I her like a vast this epi- wasteland or something like that something like that but by the way I've noticed I've, a lot of the things that Freddie said in this episode I cannot repeat because I cannot even pronounce some of the words she says like it's like words I've never heard in my life um like what Ah, it, like there was a when she when she uh got to the part where she uh was actually drunk and she was in the library and she just said like a whole oh. bunch of things I was just like what are you saying oh, yeah I was just like <laughs> I don't know what you're saying like 
just words yeah. I've never heard of. So, and I'm like, wow, your drunk mind goes there. Like, <laughs> man, look, when you are under the influence, so, so if, if <laughs> I, I sound really bad right now, um, if you've ever been drunk, then you know that wherever your mind was prior to being drunk, that's the first place that, mm. that your mind stays. Um, and then it can get interesting as time goes on, um, or if you keep drinking. Um, Freddie's mind was on trying to be creative. Yeah. Um, and she, she, she went the typical route. Well, at least I'm going to call it the typical route, um, that a writer takes. You want to sound interesting when you start your writing. There's yeah. something um, called an attention grabber when you're doing your writing. And that's literally like the first sentence or the first few sentences that literally hook the reader. Yeah. It has to be something that that's it's almost like a why do I care moment? Or it's like, um, why should I keep reading this? And that's where having a way with words comes into play. And I, I think that can also be like uh, the beginning of writer's block. Like, like when you can't find the flowery or the, um, when, when you can't find the right big word or whatever to, to say what you're trying to say. Yeah. I think that's where the, the block comes in from because because once that happens, you focus on trying to sound interesting. And Freddie had already had a paper beforehand that was graded with a D. So she's trying to break away from whatever it is that will give D. Um, she also said that, that Professor Foster said that her paper was flat, uninspired, and hackneyed. Yeah. First of all, ouch. Ouch. Like, you already gave me a D, sir. I would have just lived with the D. Um, so so now you're trying not to be flat. You're trying not to, you, you want to be inspired. And then, happy, my Lord, that just means get rid of the paper. Yeah. So, so like, now you're under some pressure to, to impress your professor. And that's what she's struggling with. But there's also a rule in the English language. It's called the KISS rule. KISS is short for keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> and literally, it's just saying to you, just write. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be. Like, like get all theatrical and stuff later in, in this. But starting it off, no. Yeah. Keep, keep and, everything simple to the point where people can understand. Yeah. And uh, so Kim comes in and says uh, she found out that there's a party at McLaughlin. Am I saying that right? McLaughlin uh, Hall. McLaughlin Hall. Um, in 30 minutes, all uh, all is invited. Um, and Freddie was like, I, like I, I still have to write my paper. And um, Kim was like, well, maybe you should just take a break. That could probably help with your creative juices. And so she's like, okay. And so uh, we go to the party and 
Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Literally, we just walked into this party and she starts saying, I don't, I didn't even, I don't even know what she said, but she says a bunch of words. Yeah, I think I remember. She walked in, she said the room was electric. Uh, three women walked in all with their own agendas or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, it sounded amazing, but I'm like, but this is just a ra- wrong time to uh, be talking about this stuff. <laughs> it would have been the right time if she would have had like a handy dandy notebook or something. Yeah. Like my first thing, I was like, girl, why did you, why are you not writing? Yeah. You Why you don't have a notepad or something that, that says all of this stuff? Like, it's, I just feel like if, if I'm working on the paper, and if I'm trying to find inspiration, I don't want to lose that inspiration if the moment comes. Mm-hmm. And she walked in and the stuff she was saying was like, okay. Because even when he was like, sound like something you read, you read at the checkout line. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, that's what I'm reading at the checkout line and I'm not checking out. Yeah. So she she had a very good start, but it, it's always the trap with 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 the up here versus the down there. You know, it's like I got it in my head, but it's not on paper, and it's gonna stay in your head. No, it's not. It's gonna leave your head. You know. So, poor Freddie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ronan was late with the ribs, but he does finally come. Uh, but you know, yeah. Dwayne, he was like frustrated with him. And uh, mm-hmm. and of course, the reason why he was late because he stopped by the liquor store because that was also closing down. And uh, mm-hmm. it, while fire uh, sale, <laughs> yeah, while uh, Ron brings the the boxes of ribs, Whitley's like, I didn't know there was ribs here, and <laughs> Kim was like, I didn't order a, a menu, oh, like yeah, I request a menu, like yeah, <laughs> it's just like I love that. <laughs> just... Yeah, I did too. It was perfect because. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that they order ribs? Yeah. Not even that. Why would I care? Yeah. We are broke college students. I'm expecting to walk into the party hungry. Yeah. I'm expecting to leave the party hungry. Why? Because ain't no food. Like, what? Mm-hmm. This, this is why you're supposed to go to the after hour spot, which eventually um, Whitley and that boy, Randall. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they did afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, worry about that later. And um, so Whitley was like, oh my God, the ribs are way worse than the pizza. Like, it's in terms of health. And I'm like, you could just leave. Like, I just, <laughs> like, stop why ruining it. Every- hit it at a party. Yeah. Um, oh. Like, and stop ruining it for other people. Um, and so, as I said, so Rodham was late because he went to uh, Z- Zurich. Zer- I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's a liquor Zircon. store. Zircon. See, I'm sorry, guys. I, I have issues saying certain words, so I apologize. Uh, but but uh, Zircon also might be like made up. Like, I've never heard of a place called Zircon liquors. So, yeah, it's probably made up. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they're also closing down. So they, ha- as as you said, they have a, a fire sale. And so it was mm-hmm. all, and I like how Ron says, it looks expensive, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and so they decide to put all of it in the in the punch and you know at first kim tries it she's like nah but freddie was like oh it, it's a nice tingle to my throat so she just keeps drinking um 
And uh, during this, oh, oh yeah, before this, Dwayne is like afraid that you know they will get caught by Walter. And Ron's like, no, he's gonna be, he's gone all evening, so we're okay. Um, later on, it, it's not okay, but um, uh, so then, okay. so then, uh, Ron and some other dude starts passing around the r- ribs to everyone else, and mm-hmm. so Dwayne does a speech, uh, you know you know uh sal- i don't know how to say it saluting to rainey's toast, yeah. toast yeah to rainey's um and uh like it, it, it was just it was crazy to me because i was like i wouldn't i wouldn't do this for any restaurant business like <laughs> <laughs> that just you know what it it just adds to why i love being black because literally anything can happen with us um and now I've I've toasted to to certain things, but I have never toasted to the ending of a restaurant, <laughs> especially with a rib in the air or with any food. And I didn't I've never toasted with food. <laughs> <laughs> I've never toasted with food. Anytime I've toasted, it's been with liquid in a glass. <laughs> oh Lord, the men. The place, the rib, like the just... rib, and what got me—it was the solidarity of it all. Everybody <laughs> was quiet in that room. <laughs> and Ron said that he uh, he bounced his first check there. <laughs> what Boy, kind of, oh my you, god! He, why do you need that kind of memory? Right in that statement, he and he, he said it like it was just all sentimental. I bounced my very first check there. Sorry, we don't need to know that you ain't got no money. <laughs> Why are you so loud? Why are you telling people that? <laughs> and then it don't help because later down the line, when we meet Byron Douglas, we find out that Ron's still bouncing the checks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the only person that's happy about this whole situation, being like the whole restaurant situation, is Whitley. She's like, good riddance to Renee's because she's just like, I want that gone. We don't need that yeah, in our life. She would have had to go. She would have had to leave my party. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta um, go without that negative energy. Yeah, and so, uh, you, so the the toast is over, and Ferretti is back to her kratom juices, you know, and she says that this party is a movable feast. Although that is not, she's quoting Hemingway for that. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that until uh, Randall said that. I didn't know it right. I didn't either until he was like, "That's Hemingway." Because at first I was like, "Damn, great, that was good." Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, "Dang." Um, and then she's, and then she's okay. This part I don't know. Then it's a of something of a cornucopia of earthly delights. I don't know what that means. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Simply, it simply means that she was having a ball. Okay, I'm just Um, like, this is the start of it. By the way, I, I don't. Once we get to library, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I can't say (laughs) say any of these words that she's saying. Um, cornucopia. Um. The cornucopia, a cornucopia as an object uh-huh. is it, it it looks like this basket woven thing. Mm-hmm. Um it's used normally around or or it's depicted rather, because I don't think people even own cornucopias anymore. Um as far as I've known, um in American culture, it's used around Thanksgiving time. Oh, or around the harvest time. And like it's used for like small pumpkins to go inside. Um, 
or I, I think just small vegetables. And I, and I think it adds to like a, like a, a harvest display. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but, but I think cornucopia also, um, like as a word, I think it's also defined as just like a, like a one big old something basically. So when she said that, she was basically saying like, you know, we're all in this big room having, having a ball, um, earth side, like, like th- this is how we party on earth, <laughs> you know, cause it would have been better if she said that, <laughs> you know, like I, it, if she would have kept it simple, <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she says that she got her muse back and wishes that Dr. Foster was there. You could have had a notebook with you and that would have helped. Um, Cause Dr. Foster isn't coming to a party. Um, and so and even if he was like, if you would have spewed your little ideas out, like he still needs an intro. He needs three. Uh, what is that? Damn. I'm forgetting the hamburger model. Three, supporting three par- ideas the ideas yeah yeah three paragraphs <laughs> yeah needs, right he needs three paragraphs he needs the conclusion he needs the bibliography like girl you don't have any of that yeah so it would have done you any good <sighs> poor freddy i'm gonna have to keep saying it poor freddy <laughs> yeah and um uh she, she she we could tell that she's now becoming drunk and kim even notices it being like are you okay like uh and she's like yeah i'm fine i have my news back uh you know and You're then not fine. yeah and at this time walter comes in out of nowhere uh this is before his cooking uh clearly mm-hmm. and uh you know he already knows there's alcohol there because he's he has a mission to get to that punch uh-huh. um but Dwayne <laughs> and ron is trying to stop him and he's like i'm yep. thirsty like i want some punch and uh ron says it's flat and so uh uh he's like yeah it's fine and he out of nowhere gets a match and like throws it in the punch i was like but isn't that gonna burn down the place like i was just like not the place no um he he literally threw the match in there because you know alcohol is flammable yeah um that was that was his way of of letting them know like i ain't stupid (laughs) um eventually it would have just died down because there's there's still uh it wasn't pure alcohol. Yeah. If it was pure alcohol, would have still been burning. Um, and it probably still wouldn't have burned down the place because the punch bowl was glass. Oh, so okay. um, depending on how how thick the glass was, which in my experience, punch bowls are pretty thick as far as glass is concerned. Like one can kill you. Um it probably would have just heated it up. If anything, like if if the worst were to happen, um, the the punch bowl probably would have just cracked, and then like liquor would have spilled out. But by that point, you probably could have stumped it out. Yeah. So, um, but because we had juice and sugar and stuff involved with the alcohol, it didn't last long. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so he knew what the whole alcohol and you know says that they were stupid for bringing that in. And he decided, you know, he also came for the rib. So he got ribs and then he took all the other alcohols with him. Um, mm-hmm. And so he leaves and the party kind of like dies down at this point because, you know, Walter has caught everyone. And so everyone's starting to leave. But Freddie decides like she'll stay and help clean up. And so Kim leaves, but nah, she took some alcohol with her, which I was like, wait a minute. I thought Walter took all of it, but I guess they left two of them on the table. I don't know. Freddie had stood by that table for quite some time. She was sneaking liquor in, into her, her jacket pocket uh, in between time. So when they were toasting with the ribs, she slipped some then. Oh, um, I thought she was just drank at that time. I didn't know that she actually took one. Yeah, no, so so uh, when Kim tried it and then she was like, ooh, I like that tingle. I think that's the only time that we see her actually drinking it. Mm-hmm. Um, except or no, I think she might have drank from one of the little bottles. But I think that's all the drinking that we see her actually doing. No, she also um, drinks when they toast too. Okay, so yeah, so those are the times that she's drinking. But outside of that, she wasn't on the dance floor. She was by that table. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. She was sneak. She was sneaking those bottles in her jacket. Did did a very good job doing it. Yeah, you know, but. I feel like Kim should have should have known then to take her take her home. Yeah. When when Freddie was falling into that wall, that was the time for you to be like, "All right, let's go." Because mm-hmm. nah, we're not we're not about to do this. Yeah. Especially when she knew that she had a paper to write. I mean, on one hand, like, girl, that's your friend, but on the other hand, she's not your child. So I get it. Hmm. And so we go into act two and Liddy, Liddy is uh, having trouble teaching Walter how to cook, as we all know that that was going to happen. Um, yep. And yeah, she ends up putting hot sauce <laughs> into, into, I don't know what he's making, but I, I like she sees red streaks and she's like, what is that? And he's like, it's my Mr. Leroy's uh, hot sauce. And she like hits him like <laughs> She's gonna put that away. <laughs> she so they were making a dish called salmon on croute. Okay, I don't know what that is. I don't even eat that. Uh, you know, um, I think, I think the best way, and I might be even wrong about that, so I will be doing some research. But have you ever heard of like beef Wellington? Yeah, I've heard of that. I think salmon on crew is basically like a Wellington. Okay. Because like there's a pastry involved. And so that's that's why Lady had hit him because she saw the streaks of hot sauce in the pastry. Oh, I see. That was wrong. wrong, Yeah, wrong place to put it. Yeah. So yeah, salmon on crew, I'm I'm looking at it now. Um it's 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 basically a salmon Wellington. It is puff pastry wrapped salmon. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, and then Mr. Gaines comes to watch this Mission Impossible. Um, and you know, he said this is better than <laughs> this is better than TV, like <laughs> watching this happen. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so we are now at the library, and F- Freddie's there, I guess, trying to write her paper. But she's like making a whole lot of noise. I'm like, girl, this is a library. It's meant to be quiet. 
I'm like, literally. And she's like, this isn't a hospital room. Yeah. You can talk at the hospital. (laughs) You can't talk (laughs) in the library. My brilliance glow like a beacon in the dark. Uh, I'm just like, like, so basically, she said, basically, she's saying that her brilliance shines bright like a diamond. Say it like that. <laughs> just, just like just like Rihanna's uh, song, like you know, like yep. just, <laughs> like a diamond. Love you, Rihanna. Can't so. wait to see the baby. But <laughs> um, yeah, so she and then she keeps drinking. It's like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Even in the library, like she's like, just, yeah, you're right. We do see her drinking in the she's library. Like, she's she's like, like, yeah. like covering her mouth. And then she ends up putting on her, and she puts it on her head and starts like, and so she's like not hiding it, and everyone's like, shh, like be quiet, you know, Um, and she's just making noise, and then she ends up going on the ladder, and uh, and the ladder ends up moving, and I'm like, oh my god, this girl could like hurt herself real bad, but from falling off the ladder. Girl, they got the old school libraries with the with the stairs on wheels, like. If you've ever seen Beauty and the Beast, that's all I saw in that scene. <laughs> when Belle goes to the bookstore and she went to go get a book, and she and I was just like, oh my God. Um, but when she got up there, first of all, I don't know how she successfully got up there. Yeah. On the stairs. I feel like my foot would have got caught between step and two she, and three. And she's wearing like a dress, kind of like a skirt. Yeah, a very big flowy skirt and then like cowboy boots or something. Yeah. Right? Like whatever shoe she has, it's really bulky around like the leg to ankle area. Mm-hmm. And you already have like these colonial looking clothes on. Like, ma'am, how are you not falling? Yeah. How did you get all the way up there? And, and then- like and then it moves. Right, it's on girl. How did you not go flying off? The- Jesus, she was a, she was a safety hazard in that entire situation. <laughs> she gets up there, she finds herself at the walk at the W uh of uh, uh, the W side of the uh, bookshelf, and she's like, "Hi, Alice. Have you seen Mister Langston Hughes? Oh, he's over there. I didn't know he moved." <laughs> why would he have moved you're in the w he's in the h's yeah but you drunk so whatever yeah and um, uh, i wonder how Dwayne ended up in the library though yeah he like just came out of nowhere now that i think about it i'm like why would he be at the library like and i don't know what day of the week this is because like is it the weekend and she's just decided to study? Because there's a whole bunch of other people studying in the library at night. So I'm like, is it a Saturday? Yeah. Is it a Sunday? Like, is it, or is it a school night? We don't know. Um, yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah. That, that, it was a little weird around that because it's not uncommon for people to have parties during the week mm-hmm. on a college campus. But also, I mean, I mean, I, I guess the extent of that party. Yeah, that's. Wow, I'm really stumped. Yeah. Because I'm imagining like either all of this happened on like a Sunday 
because Freddie ended up having to turn that paper in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I got to do some research on that one. That's yeah. a head scratcher. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he comes in out of nowhere um, and, you know, sees her and says, like, get down. And um, she's like, catch me if, if I fall. And she literally just jumps off. And like, because he wasn't expecting that, he like fell too also. And all of a sudden she just professed her love for him. She's like, I love yeah. you, Dwayne. I love you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I love you too. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> um, no, and, really? <laughs> I really love you. Um, and then all of a sudden she's like, I, I feel sick. And so she had to run and, you know, throw up. And uh, so we now cut to back to Gilbert Hall and uh, or no, I'm sorry, uh, back to. Yeah, I guess Gilbert Hall because he's working with Letty. Um, on yep, the it's Gilbert. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> at this point, Letty has a headache. Like she's just like like she wants she's Mr. Gaines. She's like, I need Mr. Gaines to leave. I like I just and I just can't deal with this. And mm-hmm. uh, and so, um, yeah, so she's just I, I felt bad for her. You could look at Letty's face and see that she's been like overwhelmed. Like even Walter even used all of her groceries because there's a point where she made oh, yeah, my like, eggs. Yeah. You use my last egg. <laughs> <laughs> so now she ain't got no food in the house. She's uh she's regretting that she even took on this role. Yeah. You have Mr. Gaines being the peanut gallery and nothing else. And you got a student who won't listen because she, she's told Walter what to do and he is doing the total opposite of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's visibly stressed. <laughs> yeah. Visibly stressed. I also want to point out that um, Freddie didn't have to throw up. That could have been prevented. If Dwayne didn't keep her bent over, if, if she would have kept standing straight up, she probably would have felt the sensation of not feeling well but like I don't it, it wouldn't have happened that instantly like she would have at least made it outside to the grass yeah <laughs> yeah and, and so yeah so um Walter ends up making the the salmon what is it salmon the, salmon on croup yeah and he decides that let's just bring it straight to Jaleesa because this is the only time he's going to make something because he can't wait till Saturday and uh Jaleesa was like oh you're early with this and he's like yeah, yeah like this is my only time that I can make you something for you so um mm-hmm. so that's the case with them and then we're in Will- Whitley and Kim's room and Whitley walks in and notices that there is ribs on Kim's bed so because I guess Kim took some ribs with her because uh, yeah was- at the end of the party they were like a doctor rib maybe a slab yeah uh, and <laughs> yeah there probably was a lot of leftovers so um yeah. and so Whitley like looks at it and she's like I am a strong woman I'm a fine woman like like she's trying to say like I have self-control girl eat a real and then she and then she does she eats in the room and right. like she's like she's just going crazy on it and then Kim's uh, Kim catches her and just laughs, <laughs> like, and she right there is go leave me alone first of all ain't no leave me alone because you don't have any slabs of ribs of your own you could have got yeah that's what two how many times was you yucking my yum talking about how 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 my food was gonna kill me and how it's nasty and greasy and artery clogging girl no 
Mm-mm. I would now what I would have did, I would have ate those ribs in Whitley face. <laughs> and I would have, you want a bone? <laughs> yeah. You want to sniff it? Because mm-hmm. girl, no, this this is what we're not about to do. But uh but I, I am glad that Whitley for a second gave up all of that uh snobby um annoying that whole personality that she gives up i'm glad that for a split second she was able to just be yeah she was just she was able to accept things for what they are even with eating the ribs because did it kill you whitley did it change your figure no it didn't yeah and what happened you were fed and you were satisfied yeah live a little Mm-hmm. yeah I agree I, I I totally agree um I just yeah as I said I just don't like when people um tell you not to eat something when you're just trying to enjoy the food like please don't, don't please don't bother me like please like because first and foremost I am not asking mm-hmm. if I bought the food I'm not worried about what you think yeah what is everybody I knew what I wanted before walking in there or maybe, maybe standing, standing there, but before mm-hmm. walking out, not only did I know what I wanted, I got what I wanted. Yeah. And my money was exchanged. So scrap. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this was, a uh, this episode was, it was interesting to say the least. Um, it did show um, a realness of college. There are parties and there are times where people have to study. Um, and also, I think this attests to uh, to a Southern college. Um, you're almost not walking out the door without food. <laughs> <laughs> there is always food at the party. Even if it's... So a lot of the times that I've been to a party... Um, there will be like, uh, you ever heard of Rotel dip? No. Okay. So Rotel dip is so good. Um, it's, I'm going to say your meat of choice because not everybody eats ground beef. Um, so it's your meat of choice, the Vita cheese, Rotel chilies. Um, that's just the core of it all. Mm-hmm. Everything else is. You know, you can season it to how you want. But essentially, it is a meat and cheese dip. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, commonly ate with chips and stuff. But it tastes really good on its own. And so a lot of times when I would go to a party, there would be a big pan of rotel dip. Um, and that's just if they just wanted to have a little something to feed people you know this is when they knew like like they can make something that could stretch um other parties there have been you know the fried chicken mac and cheese greens being said made the glam ram hot dogs you know um <laughs> and I, I think that just speaks to the culture of the south you don't have nobody over your house without giving them something to eat and or drink you know it's really fun yeah really really fun um but uh but even after Whitley 
eats those ribs, Freddie is still dealing with this liquor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ron and Dwayne are carrying her to her room. Oh my God. And, and, and Ron is still being stupid. Saying we should leave her and she would just wake up. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh my god and then he gets her in the room and, and gets caught they tried they tried to lie it off they no drinking her no i, I didn't see that happening not at all <clears throat> and then she goes the room is spinning <laughs> and then, you know i think freddie's been drinking and then it's from, from that fire sale <laughs> run and that's why Walter asked him, does your mama like you? I, I know that. <laughs> I just like laughing. <laughs> I, I think I think I will have to ask that question too, because why are you saying such stupid stuff to me? I already know that you're like you are literally on the path of you're better off telling the truth. Yeah. Because clearly we see no disciplinary action was taken from y'all having all this liquor on campus. Because in the real world, you would have been kicked out of school. Mm -hmm. And that's just for bringing the liquor on campus. Yeah, It's against the rules across every college campus. You cannot have liquor on campus, and especially not in the dorm. Yeah. Um, so after Walter took all that liquor, I wonder what he did with it. I don't know what he did with it. Probably kept it for himself, <laughs> for his own and, parties. And that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Like either he kept it for himself, or he really went and dumped all of that liquor out. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, you, you know, you're right. I know, <laughs> if I was an RA, they they wouldn't have found my liquor. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so all of a sudden, Freddie Freddie feels sick, and she throws up on the fish because Jaleesa uses that as <laughs> as an area to put it. I was like, oh, and then Walter's like, no, 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 not the fish, not the fish. And he's uh Jesus, I felt for Walter in that moment. <laughs> he worked so hard. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. And then uh, she, she like wakes up on the floor, right? Yeah, it's the next morning, and uh, she's like, "What happened?" Like she doesn't remember anything of what happened, and also her paper doesn't make any sense at all. And she's just like, "Oh no!" Like, and it's due today. And you know, she asks Jalisa. First of all, she asks Jalisa like, "What happened?" And you know, and that she remembers all she remembers is a fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah she was like i remember throwing up in some fish yeah um and jaleesa was like i you, you need to get ready for class and uh even though she has like a huge headache because you know she has a, a huge hangover and uh she's like can you tell mr F uh, dr foster to say that uh the dog ate my homework <laughs> and i don't even have a dog how are you gonna have a pet on campus, ma'am? A, a pet that's not a fish, <laughs> a pet that's not—I don't know. I was gonna say a frog, but I don't think anybody would be keeping a frog on the college campus. But yeah, so a pet outside of a fish, girl, how that work? Please. Um, but you know what? There's also a point in the show where she says, like, you know, I should just go to go to him now and get and get my 
give her feeling great. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? You got a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Jaleesa, uh, first of all, she, Jaleesa's like, uh, please promise me you will not go to Brother Boo's ever again. And she's like, yeah, yeah I, I promise. And um, and I wouldn't have went that far. I would have just said, and you ain't drinking no more until you're 21. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Jaleesa helps her out to get her into the shower because she has an eight, eight o'clock class, which was gym. But like, I never had gym class in college. Is, is that a thing in the U.S.? I've never heard of it being a thing. Okay, um, I was just like, I never understood was. So, hmm. if PE were to be a class, it would have to be like one of those classes that's similar to like you know cheese one on one. You know how, how people just have class just to have class and to yeah. pass their GPA. I'm thinking it would be one of those things. Um, at least at my at my college, I don't remember um, PE being a thing outside of anything athletic. So if you were like, if you were an athlete or if you were majoring in something athletic, like, I don't know, sports medicine or something like that, then maybe. Yeah. Um, but I still don't see that being a class where like I would have to take a whole final for it. Or midterm, you know, like it was really just the gym was open and we could go if we wanted to. <laughs> it just, yeah, it was it was that. Um, I was also kind of amazed at the fact that Freddie had had been drunk and hungover and still woke up before eight o'clock. I wouldn't have known what eight o'clock looked like. Mm-hmm. You hung over? Oh no, baby. I'm just going to have to accept that I got an F for that day because I'm sleeping that whole day away. Yeah. I, I, I know my, I know myself, like I would have wanted to go to class good and hungover because for me, I would have wanted my teacher to, to be the one to send me out. I wanted my te- I would have wanted my teacher to be all like, okay, so clearly you're not here. <laughs> so just, you know, We'll handle this another time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I was proud of Freddie for even being able to push through. Yeah. And for Jaleesa being like a, a big sister figure and helping her out. Yeah. And good job, girls. Huh? Say good job, girls. Yes. And uh yeah, and that ends the episode to um I've got them using me. Um, and of course we had, uh, uh, I cannot, the, the guy that plays Randall, uh, Merce, Maurice. Dave, Maurice Davis, uh, although we, we realize he has a, a new name now. A whole other name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he was back for this episode. So yeah, uh, I really like this episode. Um, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, this was another episode that I um, showed to my cousins that didn't watch A Different Worlds. Because um, mm-hmm. in a way it is, in a way it's also a special episode because it was about drinking. I feel like back in the eighties, those uh, drinking episodes on different sitcoms were also, also like special episodes. Because uh, on other shows, I think it's usually a drinking and driving situation, but uh, this yeah. was just drinking. Um, and yeah, it's it's always like either drinking and driving or like 
you drink and then you say or do something that hurts somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like it's it's always like a test of a friendship or a yeah. test of some some relationship. And then at, then by the end of the show, it's like, oh man, I'm so sorry, man. I'm never drinking again, or, you know. And then you end up having to drink afterward anyway. Yeah. 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 So I, I was I'm happy that you came on to talk about this episode. Do you want to plug your social media? Same. I'm always happy to be here. Uh, before I do that, did, did your cousins enjoy the episode? Yeah, they enjoyed this one. Uh, it's probably not like on the uh, on the list of important episodes. It's probably not at the top, but you know, of course, there's right. like the AIDS one and mommy and mama or what am I saying? The mommy dears, mama. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm not saying that right. But yes, that <laughs> those ones are more higher. But yeah, they did enjoy this episode. Yay! Shout out to your cousin. Um, my socials. Let's do it. Instagram, damn girl, you know everybody. Twitter, I love them nineties. And TikTok, Tiny Bigs, two Ys, two Gs. Um, that's about it. Uh, you know, I just discovered on TikTok actually that there's like a Black Amazon. I guess what it is. Um, it's called Blamazon or Blam Fam. Oh, okay. B L A A M something. Um, so I really just downloaded it just to see what the hype is about. So hopefully by next episode, I'll be able to know. <laughs> okay that'll be a great update yeah um and for the podcast uh the social media is black tv shows pod um and uh you always send questions in and we'll answer at black tv shows pod at gmail.com and uh and uh, i think that's it uh so we'll see you all on the next one bye bye y'all